Well, good morning and welcome to the Croxton Baptist Church Thought for the Day. I'm here with Roy, who's a vicar at St John's in Boscombe, where we stay. Roy, we'd love to hear a little bit more about your testimony. Tell us, how did you become a Christian? Well, good to see you, Frosty. Always good to have uh, friendship, fellowship with you when you come down to Bournemouth. Yes, I became a Christian through an American evangelist introducing me to the New Testament and persuading me to read it. Uh, I used to be part of the Boys Brigade movement and uh, every Sunday we'd be having Bible class. But for me, it was very much a piece of literature from the King James Bible, which was fascinating, but didn't touch my Hindu faith. I was a devout Hindu. I followed Hindu gods, Rama and Krishna. And as I read the Bible, I found that Jesus Christ was far superior to any of the gods that I'd worship. In fact, he made them look like no gods. And so over time, Jesus came off the pages of the New Testament into my life. I was too scared to become a Christian. And over a period of months, the Holy Spirit worked in my heart so that I came to know God as my Heavenly Father and Jesus as my Saviour. Roy, that's fantastic. And um, just to explain to everyone at home, we're sitting outside the vicarage. It's absolutely idyllic. It's beautiful. Uh, every now and then a car goes past. <laughs> so if you can hear that, we apologise. But um, we, 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 I hope you can hear us anyway. Um, Roy, a few uh, people from our church are really heavily involved with Boys Brigade, Boys Brigade and Girls Brigade. I know they'll be really encouraged to hear Great. that fantastic. it was that literature that, that helped. Fantastic organisation. Uh, the Boys Brigade company I was in, a uh, bit hit and miss in terms of teaching, but what I valued about them was their commitment to me as a young lad over a period of six years. They looked after me, gave so many hours to me, and though they didn't bring in the harvest of my soul, it was because of them I had this connection, and I'll be forever grateful to them. That's fantastic. As somebody coming from a Hindu background, becoming a Christian, um, you said you were scared in a, a way, if I remember rightly what you just said. How was it, how, how much did that change your life when you decided the Bible is real, Jesus is real, and this is the direction my life is going to go? Uh, it completely changed my life because I knew that I had a different Lord. Uh, he was in charge of my life. He would direct the course of my life and as I'd come from a dark religion I wanted everyone else I knew from a Hindu background any background other than Christian to come to know the Lord Jesus so immediately I became an evangelist and a reader of, of, um, of the Bible and reading books one of the biggest changes I found that I didn't particularly enjoy reading books but once I became a Christian I couldn't get enough of them. So within three months, I'd read 60 Christian books. I was so keen uh, to, to hear the Word of God taught to me. Uh, the biggest challenge for me was um, trying to, to understand um, how God would work this out with my family. And I felt that they would disown me because they said the worst thing you can do is change your religion. I felt as coming, becoming a Christian was coming out of religion into the freedom of relationship with the living God. But it took me about 
five years to tell them this. It's only after I told them that I got baptized. Mm. And uh, that was in a Baptist church. So here I am, an Anglican vicar, but I got baptized as an adult, a confessing believer. So that should make some more people happy. <laughs> I don't think Jonathan Carswell's listening, but be very happy to hear that you read 60 books there. Um, it's, uh, very yeah, good. I, I, I still buy books occasionally from Jonathan. But uh, we, we are so blessed, aren't we, with the literature we have now. Uh, the question is not just picking up a book, but reading it, finishing it, and then passing it on, passing on the blessing to others, and being discerning what you read. That's the biggest thing, that you, you get good books. Uh, not how many books, but reading good books and reading them and taking on board what they're teaching. Have you, have you got any recommendations for us today for anyone that someone could read? Um, at the, yeah, I'll tell you one book I've just come across, um, which is available for anyone, is uh, uh, Big Prayer, which is by Alistair Begg. Just pick this up on uh, for my congregation. And essentially it's saying, whatever our situation, we need the gospel. And we get the gospel by coming back again and again to the, to the Lord to show that we are dependent on him. It's just a short book, barely 100 pages, but I think it could benefit us all. I've just started reading it. It would be great if you did. Just finally, just uh, in closing, um, obviously now you're the vicar of St. John's Church in Boscombe. Just tell us a little bit about um, the church and how we can be praying for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we are in a what's known as an urban priority area. We're a church that is five minutes from the beach and in a fairly deprived area. And yet we have some expensive flats and houses. And we've got uh, the Boscombe shops and the Boscombe precinct and shopping area. So it's a kind of urban beach feel. And um, we're not quite the terminus because you can go from us to Weymouth, but we're right at the end of the line. And sometimes, you know, people have got that kind of uh, attitude that I don't have to try too hard. And people get focused on small things that irritate them rather than the big thing, which is Christ and his lordship. And so our prayer would be that people would keep their focus on Jesus. They'd have great expectations of what God can do in a difficult place because our needs are the same as anywhere else. We need to be saved by the blood of Christ. We need to be sanctified by that blood so that when we meet him, we're ready for heaven. That's wonderful. Roy, thank you so much for this. We're praying for you and we appreciate what you're doing. And uh, we'll have to get you to Croxteth one of these days. To come, Bless come. you. Um, we Always keep trying. love to meet with your family. Great. Well, thanks again, Roy. Okay. I'll speak yeah. to you all tomorrow. Thank Bye. you.